0: Repression always damps down the real feelings of love. In other words, you cannot harbor. It's like harboring guilt. You can't keep those emotions because inside yourself, because what they do is they fester, and usually they fester into resentment, which ends up being, you know, one of the four horsemen of the apocalypse, mm-hmm. uh, according to Dr. Gottman, type of stuff.
1: This week, Dr. Noelle Nelson offers tips on how you can express hurt within your marriage and thrive after. Stay tuned. Okay, here's the deal. I love wine. I know a little bit about wine, but I'm not an expert. But you know who is? Our wine club partner, Touring and Tasting. We have been working together for five years now, and I can honestly say, that they have delivered to my door some of the best wines I have ever had. We started working with them so that we could deliver to you an ongoing reminder, a treat to slow down with your spouse and enjoy each other's company and to reconnect, to help facilitate With each shipment we provide simple date night ideas and Touring & Tasting shares background information on the wineries and includes recipes that will pair well with your wines. I should note that many of these wines are typically only available if you actually visit the winery or become a member of that wine club. The customer service from Touring & Tasting is ridiculous. I have a friend who joined and then called me to rave about how enjoyable their customer service experience was. That's unheard of, right? So here's the deal. There are no membership fees. Shipping is free. You can cancel at any time. And these unique award-winning wines come with 100% satisfaction guaranteed, which means they guarantee the wine is delicious or they will replace it free upon request. If you decide the wine you just had was amazing and you want to reorder, you can save up to 70% off of retail. Now here's the closer. If you sign up today, you will receive your first shipment for half price. You can join right now and get your first shipment for a flat fee of $49 plus tax. This is before the half price offer. So your pre-taxed first shipment is less than $25 for two amazing bottles of wine. This is a limited time offer, so don't wait. Go to hitchedmag.com and click the wine club link to join today. Gift options are also available. wedding season around the corner and again visit hitchedmag.com and click the wine club link to join in celebrating your marriage cheers hey everybody welcome back this is steve cooper editor-in-chief of hitchedmag.com i am joined once again by the lovely the talented dr noelle nelson hi noelle Hi, Steve. Uh, So Noelle is a relationship speak. A relationship expert, popular speaker in the US and abroad, is the author of many best selling books. Uh, her most recent relationship book is Your Man is Wonderful. Uh, you can get this information and more at her website, noelnelson.com. And I also want to encourage you to uh, find and follow her uh, group that she has launched on Facebook called Meet the Amazings. Uh, she also posts updates on Google. Uh, it, it is a fantastic uh, little snippets of really amazing stories of people, uh, 70, 80, 90, 100 plus years old, uh, starting things, uh, anew, uh, doing things, uh, that people don't think that they can or should be doing. Uh, it's really inspiring stuff. So check that out as well. Um, Okay, so with that said, uh, we are going to dive back into the relationship aspect of uh, your expertise, Noelle. And uh, one thing that we are going to discuss today is how to communicate uh, your hurt or angry feelings when you really don't want to. Um, Some people are really good at saying exactly what's on their minds Some spouses actually blurt it right out, uh, consequences be damned. But you say that a lot of us are actually quite reluctant to express our hurt feelings or anger directly to our spouses. Uh, So first off, what's that about? Why do many of us tend to keep those thoughts inside instead of letting them out?
0: Well, it comes under the heading of the don't rock the boat syndrome. Which is that, you know, things are going along pretty good and yet something has hurt you or bugged you or upset you or whatever. And you are frankly fearful of your partner's reaction. As I say, things have been going pretty good. So you, you don't want to mess with that um, or else you're afraid you're going to hurt them. That you're going to cause. Uh, here we go. It's going to be a mountain, and really, it's it's kind of a mid-sized hill, and you don't want to get into it because then it's going to last forever, and and all those thoughts go through your mind um, when something's upset you. Uh, but yeah, you know, you think I, I I'd better just put a lid on it. I I don't want to rock the boat
1: here. hmm. And That's and what it's it out. And and so what happens if we don't? communicate our hurt anger or frustrations to our spouse well
0: see that's the part that's not so good i mean you would think that just putting a lid on it is um you know kind of a smart move and sometimes it is as in does this make me look fat um but (laughs) for the most part if you take your feelings and you try to squash them which which you'll usually do in the following ways like you'll make them minimal um something like a, you know i'm kind of sort of a, a little upset by well you know that uh, oh that little thing that you said which is frankly discounting both the event and your own feelings mm-hmm. um or else what you'll do is you'll you'll try to pretend it doesn't exist right and that's the famous when you're asked what's wrong and you go nothing and your partner knows darn well something is wrong. I mean, come on, mm-hmm. who says nothing like that, right? Yeah. Or the other response is, no, 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 it's all right, really. Um, no, it's all right, I'm, I'm not angry. Or then, of course, the, the, the worst bunch is when you end up expressing your feelings inappropriately by lashing out at your partner verbally or stomping around the house or, you know, in some way acting out, if you will. Mm-hmm. And none of those, none of those work. None of those work. So you are now left with unresolved feelings and now you end up unhappy, uh, frustrated, and most certainly in pain and not, and then, not good for the couple.
1: Okay. And, and I, you know, we'll get to, uh, how we express those, but I wanted to ask you and how, so how dangerous is repressing those thoughts and emotions?
0: That is such a good question, Steve, because repression always damps down the real feelings of love, in other words, you cannot harbor it's like harboring guilt mm. y- you can't keep those emotions because inside yourself because what they do is they fester and usually they fester into resentment, which ends up being you know one of the four horsemen of the apocalypse mm-hmm. uh. According to dr. Gottman, type of stuff where the love feelings literally get eroded i wouldn 't say trash that 's too strong, but they get damped down they get eroded because you 're not being genuine you're not being genuine, and you can't you can 't have the depth of love that you wanted when you got married, that you have been working towards in your marriage, that you probably have on a regular basis, Yeah, you don't want those to just sort of, you know, split apart and go away.
1: Mm -hmm. I I kind of, I like to think of it as you are looking at your spouse through this window and um, it's almost like when everything is great, the window is crystal clear and you don't even notice it. But like this kind of Mm. resentment creates like a fog or a tent or speckles Mm. to where it's not going to stop you from seeing them. It's not going to stop the visibility, but it's there and it's not pure and you notice it um, either consciously or unconsciously that it's, it's preventing you from to your point being like your full self and giving everything that you have.
0: Right. And I just love the window um, analogy, Steve, because the word that came to my mind right away is it makes the love murky.
1: Mm, yeah, there you go.
0: It doesn't disappear it. I mean, you still yep. love your spouse, mm-hmm. but it, it's not, as you say, pure, meaning it, it, it's murky. It's, it's mm, not what it could be.
1: Yeah. There's a little smudge on the glass. <laughs> right. Uh, right. Uh, uh, okay so uh, so don 't hold it in. <laughs> I think we 've established that, right. so yes. what are some good ways of expressing your hurt, anger, or frustrations to your spouse
0: right because here 's the thing is the temptation is is we 've sort of given permission for people to go, "Yeah, you hurt me, I started, I hate you or whatever that 's not the point that 's not a, a, at all, and remembering that you're already kind of fearful about sharing whatever it was with your spouse because it's like, how are they going to take this, right? We're starting from that premise. So where you would start in sharing your feelings is not with the event itself or how you feel about the event, but where you are emotionally. So a whole bunch of examples here. The first one would be to, to say something along the lines of, I'm nervous about talking to you about this. I'm afraid you might get angry at me for bringing it up. Do you see how far back we are from the actual event whatever it might be?
1: Mhm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh,
0: another I'm sorry.
1: Oh, no, go ahead. Sorry.
0: So, another example would be instead of using I'm nervous, it would be saying I'm uncomfortable mentioning this. I'm uncomfortable is a great word. I'm uncomfortable mentioning this. I'm concerned about your feelings. I, I don't want to hurt you in any way. And do you see how that setting it up that way in other words being genuine about your first feelings which are I'm scared of talking about this Mm -hmm. starting there gives a platform if you will that's very different for your spouse to hear whatever is going to come up about the event
1: yeah I make sense I want to okay so I want to point out one thing and then I have a question for you so first I want to point out that we and we talk about this a lot on the podcast of the fir- what you just did there was you put the issue on how you feel without attacking the other person i feel nervous about telling you this correct and so you're acknowledging your own thoughts and emotions as opposed to coming after them so then the second question that i so the question that i actually have for you about this is is there a particular, and, and you did give us some examples, but is there a particular phrase or words to use that um, make it so that the person doesn't freak out, like, oh, crap, what are they going to say next? Like, I when you say, like, I'm nervous about, you know, bringing this up, is there a way that you can kind of oversell it? Or is that part of pitching this of, like, I'm afraid to bring this up and they're like, oh, God, what are they going to say? And then they're like, you know, when you did this thing, it really made me feel uncomfortable or whatever the follow-up is, um, they're like, oh, that's not that big of a deal. So you, am I making sense?
0: <laughs>
1: yes, yes, absolutely you are. <laughs> and I think
0: that the first part of, of answering that is what you referenced earlier, Steve, which is you're talking about your feelings. So I'm nervous about talking about this. I'm uncomfortable mentioning this. And the second part of the, of the intro, if you will, is saying I'm concerned about your feelings. I don't want to hurt you. I, 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 I'm afraid you might be, when you divulge those, that kind of vulnerability Mm -hmm. in a good marriage, you're highly unlikely to be socked in the puss. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: You're likely, and we're going to get into what the next step is because it sort of answers your question. But the important thing is, like you said, make the platform, make what you're stepping onto here about you. Absolutely. There's other really great words, by the way. I'm embarrassed to bring this up. It, it, it's really difficult for me to comment on this, but I, it's important to. Do you see how all of these are extremely vulnerable statements?
1: hmm Yeah.
0: And that's what's important about it is that you are literally kind of opening the door to your heart and saying, this is where it's raw. Mm-hmm
1: and that's and that kind of vulnerability is super important uh or that's you know hopefully what everybody aspires to get to where they can be that vulnerable in their marriage without wondering about the repercussions of opening themselves up in that regard
0: or and that's going to be the next part of the of of where we're going to go in in today's podcast or what do you do when there are repercussions mm.
1: I mean, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, so let's do that. But um, for
0: sure, yeah, we'll get into that in a sec. But for sure, Steve, you start with, I'm uncomfortable, I'm nervous. You, you literally open the door to your heart and, and let the, the rawness be visible. And you do it with humility. I mean, in other words, you don't go, I'm nervous about talking. I mean, you don't put on a show. This isn't drama city. This is honest, genuine disclosure, if you will. Transparency.
1: Okay. So you, Noel, have laid the groundwork, so to speak, because I noticed you haven't addressed the issue itself at all, just how you feel about talking about it.
0: Correct. Because what you need to do before you discuss the issue, this is a three-step process. Mm -hmm. Before you discuss the actual issue, you got to wait to see how your mate's going to respond to you. Mm -hmm. Now, most of the time, most spouses will respond with something like, well, oh, okay, I don't know how I feel about it, but um, I'll try to listen to you. I mean, they'll, they'll, they'll give it a shot, mm-hmm. usually. Now, they may still not like whatever it is you're going to disclose, but they are prepared to hear something potentially unpleasant, and therefore, they are less likely to be highly reactive. OK, but okay. that's if they say something along the lines of and, you know, they're going to be, like you say, wondering, like, what, what's going to hit the fan here? Yeah. But it, it's still, if they're willing to go with it. Right. OK. I, I don't know if I'm going to like it, but uh, OK, I'll give it a go. Then they are willing. And that's such an important word. They are willing to communicate. OK.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, if they say, well, if I get angry, tough, I get angry. OK, it's not the time to discuss anything else it's time to say well i understand that uh is there a better time or are you feeling you know kind of out of sorts or you know in other words you have to broach it differently but don't go into it don't go Mm -hmm. into it because they've made it very
1: very clear so if they make some statement like that basically they have acknowledged like they're not going to listen to what you have to say so just back away correct Okay.
0: Back away and either find a different way to communicate it. Sometimes writing things helps people. Mm-hmm. Sometimes just waiting for a better time. I mean, again, we're assuming a decent marriage relationship, yep. not the kind where we've got abuse going on, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, so usually in a, in a good relationship, if somebody says, well, if I get angry, too bad for you, it's because something else is going on in their life that's mm-hmm. got them on the edge.
1: Yeah, no, I and they really, really is, can't handle one more thing. That is such a that is such a great example too, because like you can hear like when you say those words, you can hear that conversation happening in, in, in households yep. around the country, right? Like so, um, yeah. I, because I think it is such a typical response that people receive. Well, you know, I don't have to, and, and for those listening, they're like, well, that is how they feel which I think you're making the point. It was like, yeah, that is how they're feeling, which also means okay. they're not going to be willing to be able to hear what you have to say because they're dealing with other right. things. Correct.
0: So best to, like you said, back off, mm-hmm. back off. It's okay. Whatever it is, it, you know, the world is not going to come to an end if you don't talk about it in the next two minutes. Mm-hmm. And you can either say, you know, depending on what you know goes on with your spouse is okay. You know, I can tell this isn't a good time. Um, is there anything I can do to kind of make you feel better about whatever? <laughs> yeah, sure. Go into your, your spouse, I love you. Uh can I can I support you with whatever's going on with you?
1: Mo. And and at that point do you reassure them like, you know, we can talk about this later. It's not that big of a deal. Like Absolutely. do you do you like kind of because you start off like, I'm afraid, you know, I, this, this makes me nervous yeah. to bring this up. And then you, f- yeah. you know, they say, I don't want to hear it. And then you follow up with, right. well, you know what? It's not that big of a deal. So do you ro- kind of roll it back of, I'm nervous about telling you, but now I'm going to say that it's not that big of a deal? Does that kind of undermine what you're well, going yes to eventually no. get to? Well,
0: yes. It does undermine. It does undermine. So you really don't want to do that. You want to more at that point say, okay, you know, I can tell this isn't a good time. In other words, you don't just say, "Well, you ninny, how dare you get angry at me just because I want to talk about it, and you're you're crushing my my genuine exposure of my hurt here mm-hmm. or my upset? <laughs> how dare you?" Kind yeah. of thing. You don't want to go that place. Yeah. Uh, again, this is assuming we don't have a 90 percent of the time angry spouse. Sure. Because if that's the case, we are having a different conversation. Mm-hmm. Okay. But if you're having a generally speaking decent relationship with your spouse, then not, you know, this is an all likelihood. Their response is because they're either too tired. You know, it's the old halt. Hungry, angry, lonely, tired. Mm. They've got something going on in a different part of the, their life that literally got them on the edge. So they're not capable in that moment. So you say, okay, I get it. We can talk about this later. But don't say it's not a big deal.
1: Yeah. Um, that, I, that does not. I just wanted to throw in another um, – kind of and in, in, in how to approach all this stuff, which is the timing of it, I think matters as well. So, uh, when your spouse walks through the door from the office or work or whatever it is, uh, you know, meeting them in the doorway and bringing this up probably isn't going to be, get you the best reception that you're hoping for. Oh, it'll get you a terrible reception. Yeah.
0: You know, or when the, or or when whoever's the, the caretaker of the children in the home has just had you know a, a tussle with a tantrumy kid. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> these are not good times. You you have something that you want to that does make you uncomfortable and nervous. Then you need to choose preferably a relaxed
1: time. Absolutely, timing <laughs> is very um, important. And and to, to step back uh back to what we were saying about, you know, not saying it's not that big of a deal, not being the right, right thing to say at that point. Uh so uh if I'm I'm just trying to think about it myself, something along the lines of uh this isn't urgent would be more appropriate, I think. Um or this yes. isn't like a life threatening thing. So it's not diminishing what it is you have to say, it's just kind of giving Correct. an indicator that uh this can be handled at another time. Uh, Correct. Without undermining your actual point that you're going to want to make eventually.
0: Exactly, because the problem with saying you know it's not that important is you're you're going back into repression. hmm mm. Or denial. Yeah. And and again, we've got that smudge on the window. Yep.
1: Which we don't want. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. Did 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 we did we hit all the points? On, on how to walk through this? I think
0: we did. Okay. I think we did. Um, I do wish there were a marital Windex.
1: <laughs> oh, I like that phrase.
0: <laughs> you know, I think that would be just marvelous if, if there were sort of an something like that that could just wipe off the sponges. And perhaps the closest that I know that we can get to that is honesty with attention and... And respect for the other's feelings and values.
1: Mm. Yeah. Uh, So I want to uh, follow up with a couple – bullet points of what we discussed just so I make sure everybody's on the same page here. So first, uh, do not hold in your hurt, angry feelings uh, because you will build resentment and that is uh, not a very good thing to have in your relationship. Um, Two, you open up the conversation with how you feel um, and, and laying out your emotions on the table to give yourself a platform to have a more open, honest discussion where your spouse will hopefully be ready to hear what you have to say. If they are not, uh, step it back and uh, approach it at another time. And then uh, once you do get into it, um, I guess that's the part that I want to follow up on. So once you do get into it, do you have any final tips about things to say to kind of like drive home the point that they hear you outside of – how you? Because we've talked a lot about introducing the topic, but not really okay. making sure that they hear what it is you have to say and uh, with the with the important piece of information.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, there we're going into a whole the whole other set of communication skills, which have to do with listening and responding. But put simply, if you will, it would be to this is how it looks to me. How does it look to you? Uh, what was going on for you then? Um, thank you for or listening to my point of view, I want to know where you were at. You want to keep that back and forth going Mm -hmm. uh, of how each sees the situation because the likelihood is if something hurt or upset you, you are seeing it completely differently or very very differently from how your spouse is seeing it. And Mm -hmm. so it's acknowledging that there is a different point of view, no doubt, and you you want to hear that as well as um, disclose your own. Mm
1: -hmm. So uh, part of it is Recognizing that what you're about to say to them is opening up a conversation where they will also have their opinion on the matter.
0: They must. Yeah. They must. Mm. This is a this is a marriage, not a
1: monologue. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. This is fantastic. I think uh, we have laid some very solid groundwork for people to clean their windows. Uh, so thank if you,
0: can say Just. One just one last thing yeah. I, I just can't help myself here, Steve. Of course, is you know I'm a uh, my whole thing in uh, professionally and personally is appreciation, mm-hmm. and I think it's important when uh, you are heard that you do acknowledge that by saying I really appreciate your willingness to. Talk, talk with me about this because it, it was uncomfortable for me. I really appreciate your willingness to listen or to to you know com- talk back and forth, whatever your words are for it. But to to always uh, try to get in there the idea that you appreciate your spouse's willingness because, you know, that's often taken for granted and it shouldn't be.
1: Mm-hmm. Now that is actually a really good point. Uh, I- I I do think and we talk about this all the time that we take for granted our spouse because they're the closest mm. to us and and we get comfortable with them and just those like ongoing comments and recognitions of appreciation go so far because it it doesn't yep. it's not just the fact that they um feel loved or understood or heard or whatever, but they also feel respected when you do that because, you know, they might, you might be out with your boss or some friends and you show them courtesies and respect that you don't show your spouse. And, you know, that can, can start to eat away at the relationship. So I'm really glad you brought that up. That's a great, great point. Yeah.
0: Yeah yeah that's it that's all I've got okay uh,
1: well with that we will wrap this episode up so uh, before you guys go I want to remind you that you have been listening to dr. Noel Nelson, who is a relationship expert popular speaker in the u s and abroad is the author of many best selling books uh, her most recent relationship book is your man is wonderful uh, her uh, her most recent book, uh, is happy, healthy dead. Uh, and it it is a fantastic book on how to live a fulfilling, active life all the way up until the very end. Uh, lots of great information in it. You can get that book uh, or find that book on her website, NoelNelson.com. You can also of course, find it on like Amazon. We have a link to it in our bookstore at hitchmag.com. You can follow Noelle on uh, Twitter at Dr. Noelle Nelson. She's on Google Plus and Noelle is on Facebook. And like I mentioned at the top, uh, be sure to check out her group, Meet the Amazings. It is fantastic. you wanna follow it and get inspired on the regular. Uh, and if you want to hear other great pieces of advice you can check out all the past archives of the podcast on hitched of course you can probably find them on your favorite podcast uh streaming service uh on uh, itunes or however you're listening to it now as a matter of fact so be sure to go through that and if you like what you hear we appreciate uh your ratings because that helps other people find us so um one last time thank you so much noel thank you steve all right that's gonna do it take care everybody.